In the morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I hope you're doing well today, as I know that you were blessed by a loving God. I'm out this week doing some work at a church camp. One of the many things that are great about God's Word is that it never gets stale. You can listen to a sermon one day and get one thing out of it, and then if you listen to the same sermon a month later, you'll get something else entirely different out of it. So I hope you'll enjoy the replays of previous podcasts that I'm posting this week in my absence. I'll see you in a week for our new evangelism study series that I'll be starting when I return. May God bless the rest of your day. Greetings. You're listening to the daily podcast of St. Mark Lutheran Church in Bemidji, Minnesota, a practical daily dip into the Word of God. We are excited that you have joined us to listen and consider the Word of God from wherever and whenever you are listening. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which He has called you, the riches of His glorious inheritance in His holy people and His incomparably great power for us who believe. This near daily podcast is composed of a series of short but deep daily devotionals based upon the two-year lectionary from the Bible. On Sundays, this podcast features sermons from two different Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran churches located in the Great Lakes and Midwest region. So pause the world around you, take a breath, be still, and listen to the word of the Lord. And now, without further ado, let us ponder today's meditation. The text for the first week after Trinity is recorded by St. John in his first letter, chapter 4, verses 16 to 21. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. So far the reading. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Once again, the text from 1 John reads, God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in this world. And it's a magnificent thing that God's Word reveals to us about us sinners, something that is contrary to all worldly thought. The world thinks, it believes, something akin to love conquers all. The world takes God's Word through St. Paul completely out of context when it quotes, the greatest of these is love and elevates love to divine heights, to the, to the very judgment throne of God himself in the misbelief that love even justifies a sinner before God, the righteous judge. It goes something like this. God is love. I am a loving person. I try to help my neighbor. I care about this person and that person. I do my best at this. I give the charities. I help out where I can. 
If God is a loving God, then he must see that I am doing my best. If God is a loving God and I am a loving person, then of course I know that I am, I am in abiding with God and he with me. I, I, I can feel God working in my heart. And that's how it goes. It is true, faith and hope have to do only with God. But love has many, many offices outwardly toward other people. Few would argue that love is the highest of virtues. First, because of God's word. God's word says you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. And second, because love seeks good and not evil toward others, provided that love does not, humanly speaking, turn inwardly upon itself, of course. But this is far different than people's love reconciling them to God, or people's love meriting or establishing some claim to God's pardoning for them for their sins. As in all things, God's word must inform the minds and hearts of people. And God has spoken by his prophets and by his son and by his apostles that no one is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, says God's word. No one seeks for God, says God's prophet. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. God's word goes on in the mouth of the prophet who writes, Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. In their paths are ruin and misery, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now, we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law so that every mouth may be stopped, and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law no human being will be justified in God's sight, since through the law comes the knowledge of sin. Love is the fulfilling of the law, says God's word through St. Paul, a law and a love that no sinner can perform or fulfill on their own, on their own. The word of God I just read to you from the prophets is explicitly clear on that. But is the law then against the promises of God? God forbid, absolutely not. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, truly righteousness could have come by the law, by keeping it. But the law of God was never given so that people, by keeping it, might attain eternal life. The law was given to show people their sin against the word and will of God and their need to listen to and believe God's word and promise. That salvation was not by the law, it was only by God's Son, Jesus. But the Scripture, God's Word, tells all who will listen and believe God that God imprisoned everything under sin so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Faith is the virtue that justifies before God. Because faith receives Christ Jesus, receives Jesus' blood and righteousness that he earned for us, for you, when he bled and died upon the cross and took God's wrath 
against sin into himself for you so that you might become the righteousness of God in him through faith. Faith, the gift of God's Holy Spirit for you. Faith that comes to you in the hearing and listening to and the paying attention to and trusting in God's word and promises of the forgiveness of sins through Christ Jesus, reconciliation with God, and peace with God forever in Christ Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and victory over death and the grave, and the promise of the resurrection of your body on the last day, and life everlasting in Christ Jesus. God's Word declares it. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins, no reconciliation with God, no nothing. It is Jesus for you, his blood shed for you upon the cross that washes away all your sins, his great love for his Father and for you and for all sinners, his love for you. God put everything under him, consigned it all into sin, so that when Jesus came and died he shed his blood for all sins with no one, no sinner left out. And your love, your love is a fruit of the gift of your faith that God counts to you as righteousness. Remembering that Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And St. Paul said that love tops the list of the fruits of the Holy Spirit of God. We are by nature dead in trespasses and sins, which the Word of God in addition to that states that there is none that is righteous, no, not one, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, that by the law of God comes a knowledge of sin. So what is it then to abide in love? It is to believe in him who is the love of God for you, Jesus. It is trusting in his word and his promises. For whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. The one who believes receives all of the gifts that Jesus has earned for them through his death and resurrection on the cross, including the Holy Spirit, our faith, God's Word, and the promise that all your sins are forgiven. So by God's Word, we have come to know and believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him through faith in God's Word and his promises for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. That's all there is for today, but we are so happy you took a few moments out of your busy day to listen to God's Word with us. Please consider subscribing to our podcast to hear more devotions like this, Monday through Friday, and to hear our Sunday sermons as well. We also cordially invite you to join us for church every week at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. If you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website at www.stmarksbemidji.org.